this is quite self-indulgent. What? Us I wonder if our audience knows how self-indulgent our conversations are. <laughs> I mean, we get to kind of just talk about things we really like Whatever to talk about. Whatever we want to talk about. Yeah. yeah, that we find particularly interesting or... We answer listener questions sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying it detracts from <laughs> any of the other intended consequences, but this is kind of fun. I feel like that's one of the real big secrets to life, you know, is to like find something that you enjoy doing that other people find valuable. Oh, really? I mean, I feel like a lot of good things come from the intersection of that Venn diagram. You know, I'd like to, I'm kind of wondering about this, but I'd like to think about myself that somebody else finding valuing it would be value in it um, would be kind of icing on the cake, mm. you know, but I, I wouldn't want that to be like necessary for my happiness. Yeah, not necessary. Like I think, um, well, would we still be doing this if literally nobody ever listened? If our stats never got beyond like 10 listeners per episode? No, it is kind of nice seeing those things. Yeah. yeah. They, they can also be reinforcing, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. I don't want that to be the reason, I guess, that I'm... No, not for everything, of course. Right. But like if a lot of the... I feel like if a lot of the things you're doing in life are things you genuinely enjoy and other people find helpful or valuable, that's a pretty killer combo, right? That's a great combo. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Hi, everyone, and welcome to What Would My Shrink Say, a podcast where you get inside the heads of a couple psychologists and see life through their eyes. You'll never be the same. So we are talking today, we're going to talk about love. It's great. You ready to talk about love? I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do it. So our question for today is, is love an emotion? What's your first reaction to this question when you saw it? Well, I, th I think like everyone's initial kind of reaction, you're like, yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely loves an emotion. You feel it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you do. It's all that language. <laughs> I can hear myself. I, I feel that. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. It's an emotion. Not so. Well, I don't know. Maybe. I, I think it's, it's, to me, it falls in this category of, of ideas that we have one word for, but maybe we should have more different words for. Maybe this word is being forced to do way too much work. And that is leading to some confusions maybe mm. for people. So I'll tell you why I brought this topic up because I, it happens to me fairly often in therapy that I, I have clients who have, um, well, what we end up talking about is difficulties in relationships, um, but in particular at sort of the beginning or the end of relationships. And the two questions I, I, that get posed to me quite often are, I just don't know if I'm really in love with him. So that's mm. one or mm -hmm. her, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then the other one is, well, we're just not in love like we used to be, mm. right? And with both of these, um, they seem to be dependent on an idea of love that is love is a feeling, right? It's like a how I feel about yeah. this other person, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And so I, I'm not going to discount the the that love could be a feeling, right? But I think we also know that you know if we really reflect on it, love can be sort of a action or a behavior too, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. You, you act in a loving way. You know, when your spouse has had a hard day, you, even though you're exhausted and want to go do your own thing, you listen compassionately to mm -hmm, them, right? Mm -hmm. Or you, yeah, really want to do something yourself, but you kind of, you know, make some compromises and sacrifice in order to do something helpful uh, for someone else because you, because you love them. There's a, right? like a behavioral 
commitment or choice that you're making um, mm-hmm. as, as, as an act of love, I guess, is yeah, what you're saying. Exactly. So I, I think this is really interesting is like, I, I don't think we can decide that love either is or isn't an emotion or is a behavior or isn't, but it's worth thinking about whenever you're talking about love, what are you talking about? Are you talking about the feeling or are you talking about a behavior and what are the consequences of that? Yeah, because if you're confounding some of those things, it might be fairly troublesome. Mm-hmm. You can you can describe yourself in some pretty awful ways, I guess, if your definition of that isn't, you know, because if it, I, I hear couples talk about love and um, uh, their commitment to each other, you know, like, I, I can't end the relationship because I love him, but I don't want to be in the relationship. But my mm-hmm. love for him, as if it kind of demands some behavioral uh, manifestation of, right? As if as if that love meant, and there's meaning being attached to it. Oh, interesting. That's almost um, like a third category. Like it's I wouldn't not... be loyal. It's almost like a, there's a confounding of loyalty and love there where it's like I, no matter yeah. how bad this gets, I can't let this go. So love as a feeling, love as a behavior, but then maybe like love as a promise or a commitment. Yeah, and and I think that's one of my notes that I kind of just wrote down was kind of that love, you know, not only is the definition so broad, but it, it is it just a lot of things. It's a commitment, it's a choice. Um, there's physical sensations around that. There's kind of attachment and the idea of um, bonding and, and intimacy. And, and so there's lots of things involved in love that it's it's, it's interesting to parse out um, sometimes with my clients, what they mean when they say, but I'm in love with him as if yeah. that's a rule out for certain behaviors. And, yeah. Yeah. Or the opposite. So let me, let me pose this question. It was the first question I had, but I hear this. I've heard this multiple times from clients. I have one client who's really struggling with it right now. Um, and he, he's basically saying he, he's in a relationship and thinking about getting married. But what he's saying is I am not and have never been passionately in love with this person, his girlfriend. And he said, I, I've, I felt that way. I've been that way with other people before. I didn't end up getting married because the relationship was not good in a lot of other ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and this relationship is actually really good. Like, I really like this person. We have fun hanging out together. We seem pretty compatible. Like, we're basically friends, like good friends. I could, yeah, I can see myself spending the rest of my life with this person. But I've just never felt, like, madly in love. Mm. So th- what, what, would you, uh, what, what would you say to that? I'd say the first part of that sounded like you were describing love to me. And then you basically said that with absent certain feelings, it's not love, Hmm. but your entire description was of love Um, of that person. Yeah. So unpack that a little bit. So you're saying, so he's, he's describing his, the way he relates to this person. He's saying, this is great. It's healthy. We communicate well. Mm We like a lot of the same things. I love my time with them, blah, blah, blah. That all sounds like love to me. Hmm. That all sounds like, an experience of love, but then he says, absent these other feelings of passion and blah, 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 I don't know. Yeah, he's. I think what he specifically said once was, I've never felt in love with her, mm. right? Like this kind of passion. Different kind love. of. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but clearly he really enjoys spending time with her. He cares a lot about her. He, you know, he shares a lot of really similar kind of interests and, and values. Yeah. Um, but because because he doesn't feel in love and thinks he should, right? He he kind of thinks you know loving someone at least enough for a for a long term relationship requires this kind of 
feeling passionately in love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I I don't know, there's no like rule book that says (laughs) that that's true or false, I guess. But it's an, it's an interesting theory, I guess, that in order to, um, that, that loving someone else and being able to love them indefinitely requires this particular kind of Mm -hmm. feeling state, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. This passionate, um, lusty, whatever it is kind of uh, reaction. Yeah. Or even just, just kind of that, you know, I, th- I think a lot of people have experienced that when you like you first like meet someone, it's like the exciting phase. Kind of, yeah. You, just yeah. Think all, you think about them all the time. You're really excited. Sure. You know, um, but it's just another example of this kind of confusion we have around. He's clearly confused. He's like, well, I guess I love her in the sense that like, yeah, we just line up on all these things. I enjoy spending time with her, blah, 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 blah. blah. Um, but he's kind of hung up on that, but it doesn't fit this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of notion that love is this kind of passionate, overwhelming feeling of desire almost. And, he, and he's really kind of fixed on that. That should be present. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why th- this, this question unpacking love is interesting. Cause I think there's a lot of confusion and conflation about what love is. And that's not to say that I know what it is and what the, what the actual definition of it is, but it, it, it speaks to the importance of people on their own kind of deciding for themselves what does love mean to me? Yeah, yeah. And, and um, what matters about that? Maybe in certain types of relationships because there's nothing wrong with kind of deciding, geez, when, I, when I'm in a romantic relationship, I like feeling like this. And, um, and if I don't, that's not a bad thing sometimes or attaching too much judgment, I think, to some of those things or, and being comfortable with what you do like. Yeah, but, but it's hard because there's so many stereotypes, right? Like there's this obvious stereotype of people in love, like in the movies, <laughs> right? And it is this kind of the romantic, Disney, kind like of very Disney, romantic, yeah. passionate, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's not surprising that you that people end up in this dilemma where they're like, well, I don't fit that description, so yeah. maybe I'm not in love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe none of the other things matter so much, and it's just this. Right. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. At the end of the day, what do you, what do you think? Is love an emotion? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I think it's more a combination of lots of contextual variables that we call and assign love. And as you said, we use it very broadly too. Yeah. You know, um, but but there's definitely feelings involved sure. um, in love. I, I agree with that, but I don't think it's a like an emotion. I think of love as a, it's what, my own little quirky way of describing this is, it's a container word. So it's in, a, in a way, it's very similar to depression. So like, I don't think, de- people say I'm depressed all the time. I don't think depressed is a feel, or I feel depressed. Depression might involve sadness or hopelessness or grief, right? But it also involves a lot of ways of thinking, right? Rumination, mm-hmm. right? Self-criticism, stuff like that. It involves behavioral patterns, right? Avoidance, you know, detachment from things you normally were interested in. Involved, there's a motivational component to it, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so depression, is, it's kind of like a category. It's like an umbrella for all these other distinct things. Some of which are feelings, some are thoughts, some are behaviors, some are beliefs. And I kind of think like love is similar to that. Love involves, it does involve feelings like excitement, for instance, or, or even like craving, right, for the other person. Exactly. It can involve sort of thinking patterns, whether it's obsessional, like in the beginning, like in the honeymoon stage, you're just obsessing on someone. Um, or it can, it can involve beliefs and values, right? I, I'm, because I love this person, it's important to be honest with mm-hmm. them. Right? Or choices or commitments. Yeah. yeah. So I think I'm with you. I, I don't, th- I think it's actually more helpful to, to distinguish love. There are emotions that are involved with love, 
but I'm not sure I would say love itself is an emotion. Yeah, yeah. I, I think some evidence of this is that love is kind of um, very constant in some ways, and, and emotions typically aren't like that. Mm. They kind of come and go, and and you can you can and will and do love your children for a long time, despite what they're doing. That that <laughs> that feeling or that description would would remain. Um, and so emotions tend not to work that way. Right. So that makes it a little bit different, but, but yeah, and that's a good point. So it's, it's kind of, it's, it's a little bit fraught to hitch your wagon too tightly to love as a feeling, right? Because feelings by their nature are so ephemeral and fleeting yeah. and chaotic. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly right. Hey everyone, Nick and I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Please rate us on iTunes if you get a chance. And if you have any feedback or comments for us, that'd be great as well. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover in the podcast, let us know in the comment section as well. Thanks.